What y'all say that's it's in the be- it's in the top ten uh starts the episode of <laughs> Oh That's what y'all get for letting light skinned niggas run wild. Oh my god. I don't understand it. Did you guys know that um Smokey Robinson has a new album called Gasms? The whole album is called Gasms? <laughs> the album itself is titled Gasms. And then the first the first song is Gasms. And then and if you think I haven't listened to this in its entirety, you're fucking out of your mind. It sounds, it's it's a lot it of. Sounds exactly like what you think it sounds like. It sounds just like that. It's like one album of that. He doesn't continuously say gasms, but it's like, oh yeah, what a, it just it it does. I mean, it's true to who who to the demographic. If you are trying to bust somebody down. You got a little, you know, you got a thick 72-year-old neighbor. You know what I'm saying? You think somebody granny, you know, fire or whatever, you play some of that. She put some, you know, have your upper lip smelling like apple cider vinegar, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Gasms. He said everywhere on his body she give him get eye gasms. It's not gasms, that's a stroke. Eegasms. He's having a heart attack. Palpitations. That's what it should be. That's the follow up. The next album will be palpitations. Uh, what if he was what if he's singing himself? What if it's a reverse? He's really in pain, he's crying out for help. Most me, of their music, isn't that what it me was? Right arm gasms as I give a fucking heart attack. <laughs> I'm losing my mind. Fuck it with her. The the left side of my face is droopy now. Damn, she gave him a stroke. That is, well, stroke, stroke, stroke of the strokes. 
Yeah, that's apparently the gasms that he's looking for is for stroking. Oh my god, that is just awful, awful. This to me that lets me know you didn't write your music back in the day. I thought he was the writer, dude. I thought he wrote for everybody else. Like, well, that would explain a lot of the music. Because I know, yeah, that it sounded good back in the day. But when we really go back and listen to some of the lyrics, we I felt they wasn't hitting like we thought they was. I'm a fan of of people that uh, when you listen to some of these pods, not everybody, because you know a lot of musicians are in pods. You probably can't shit on your peers. But I do like that that's like sprinkled out here and there. Like I've heard a couple of things where it's like, hey, did y'all listen to this? I know I feel like we've been saying that for a long time. But like every now and again, I hear somebody go, if we listen to this, these niggas was nuts on this fucking song. Like this shit is outrageous. And then when you hear them niggas in real life, it's like, I'm not, I'm not fucking, I'm not doing that shit. Like there was a, there's an old Vlad interview that popped up and it had uh, Aaron all up there and that nigga is Nuts, like nuts. I mean, he been trying to, he been fighting relevancy since R. Kelly came out. Ugh. I mean, it's another nigga who's lit. You have to, everybody figured out, you know, who's got the vibes now, and that's yeah, that shit got fucking. Nu- yeah. It's nasty. It's nasty business out here. I mean, he was telling you who he was from jump, so I do. Well, still go to still fucking. Stay in jail, but <clears throat> it does make some of the shit he said like seem like just wild cries for help. Like I gotta get this shit. I, I am who I am. I feel like I'm like wildly struggling. And I, oh, here we are, guys. Welcome to mental health. How y'all doing? <laughs> like I feel like that's also like a conversation where it's like, um, like discussing people's mental health. I don't think should always be like framed as like. <clears throat> absolving them of their behavior, like talking about the mental health issues of Robert, of good old Robert Kelly, in no fucking way makes me think that I don't want this nigga to stay in prison. But it's like more so like, hey guys, if you like see somebody or like you, you know, there's all those jokes to be on um, social media. Everybody got that one uncle or that weird cousin. Hey, if you catch that motherfucker around like nine or ten, and you're like, you know, this is off. That's where you could probably get in there and like maybe salvage something, stop some trauma from happening. Don't let a motherfucker like get to Robert and just tell your kid not to go over by Uncle What's His Name. Fucking stop Uncle What's His Name. And maybe if you can, stop Uncle What's His Name before he even becomes an uncle. <clears throat> you know. I would say that, that for, the, for the old school approach, sure. I think the newer generations like millennials and Gen Z, they'll, they'll have a better opportunity of like really talking about it and bringing light to it. But we know back then they wasn't even whoever, whatever family member that was autistic or mentally retarded, as they used to call it, they just locked them in the back room and act like they don't exist and just slide them a meal through the door for the most part. So, of course, they weren't going to address if uncle or cousin so-and-so was doing some shit. But not even going back that far. Like the demons on them. Well, yeah, they make it seem like they don't have a mental health issue. They just say some other shit that is completely stupid as well. But that, that makes me think of, like, Cassidy's comment also, too. Oh, I saw it. Yeah, that that we we been avoiding, like we avoided even even as kids we were avoiding, because there was other people that was fucking you. We all knew a couple girls at our school that was. Yep, you was dating up, but you was dating. This is some. This is this is. Mm, you ain't supposed to be up that high. Like I, I definitely had some 
I can remember I had a girl that I was in, in class with in like ninth grade. You know, girls used to always have that a folder decorated with all the pictures and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And she had a picture, pictures on her folder. And I was like, oh, you know, who's that? Is that that's your pops? And she's like, oh, no, that's my boyfriend. Yeesh. And I'm like, even me as as the ninth grader, I think she was a ninth or tenth grader as well. How, how old is he? Like, oh, he's 40. That's fucking gross. And she's like <clears throat> proud of that. She's like proud of like, oh yeah. And we we have we allowed the distortion of allowing young girls to think that girls mature faster than boys, which makes them justify themselves going with somebody significantly older than them because that's that's how I am. I'm the boys that are my age are too young for me, or the boys that are my age aren't mature enough for me. And it's like, no, nah, they're the same maturity level as you. Unfortunately, that older dude that you dating is the same maturity level as you also in some capacity, but he just knows how to manipulate you and play the game a little bit differently than you do. But we just see it and we okayed it. It was okay for somebody to be in the 11th grade with a a sophomore and college boyfriend. That's like, I don't know, that that was parts I took that I was like, took issue with with that Cassidy statement. Only read on. The main one was is everything he said was right. Like everybody like knows these niggas exist. They are the cameraman. They are the fucking producer. They are the whoever the fuck. And it's like I never make a song. Well, fuck nigga, find another way to make a song. Like to a certain degree, I feel like that mindset gets niggas in trouble in general because yeah. it turns into a. <clears throat> regardless of the scenario, it always turns into a. Well, what I'm supposed to do about it? I mean, you do what you can because that shit there is nuts. Of. Like, knowingly. Like, it's one thing if everybody, like, kind of... I'm sure there are motherfuckers who came to the studio and they did not know that that room to the right was the piss corner. Like, nobody... There were some people who came in that studio and did not know that. Right. But some of you motherfuckers who went in there and knew that, that knew that there was a bunch of fucking, like, candy wrappers and condoms on the floor, you should be fucking arrested. Like, you motherfucker, Like, that shit... Like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. Like, that, that shit is... That shit is wild. And that shit is, like, something I just feel like niggas... There is no, like, condoning for that. Like, just because you know what happens. Like, if I know that the apartment across the hall and the apartment, like, next door, like, crazy shit happens. They be punching kids and, and, and uh, you know, choking dogs. Maybe you should fucking do something. Just because they do it all around the way don't mean this shit. What the fuck is wrong with you? Right. But, I mean, <clears throat> definitely if you're in the industry and you know that there's shit going on, speaking up about it is a necessity, right? Even... Even if it's at the expense of your career. I know a lot of people may not be willing to do that, but the difference between me, excuse me, me making a few hundred thousand dollars or a million dollars and making no money and being sent in the same place that I'm at is me speaking out against it. Like, nah, I just don't don't rock with what Buddy Rock with, so I'm just not going to work with him. Mm -hmm. And it ain't even got to be you really speaking up about it. It's just like, nah, I'm not working. I'm not putting myself in a position to work with Buddy. Cause I know what's going on And I'm sure a lot of people like We heard about the shit And saw the videos in high school Which means that shit was running So it was <clears throat> definitely going around Like Kaz, Kaz was still on the block He hadn't wasn't nowhere near him Having a record deal or none of that shit He was still a kid just like me So when you get to the industry you You know what time it is with certain people Like you ain't find all of this shit out After your third album and now you really Starting to see Man, people niggas do that shit in the Fucking nineties. You you like, you knew what time it was. Yeah, so I, 
Gross. Drawing the line in certain areas and saying, no, nah, I'm not rocking with that. You could have been did that as your little form of protest. But I, I was more so <clears> rocking <throat> with him because he's like, no, nah, these are everyday everyday cats. Like, these regular people. Like, we demonize yeah. the celebrities. But it's regular cats in our neighborhood, on our block, that we see. It's plenty of girls that I can remember. You getting picked up by the dope dealer or the gangbanger. Now, that nigga ain't in school and he ain't our age. But he coming to pick you up. Like, this a lot of the baddest chicks. I ain't, I ain't gonna name and, no names, but I remember a couple of y'all. It was, it was I, I remember it the girls always, I was dating always. them. And I'm, t- yeah, I'm, t- I'm, t- I'm, t- I'm still specifically talking about some of y'all, like, you know, like, jokes will fly around, and I give it to, you know, some of us in our group, like, at that time, you know, you, you're in high school, so you at least make fun of them niggas, but I think that, I don't know, I just couldn't imagine being, and maybe, like, everybody's household is, is, is not always, like, you know, it's not always set up to be as, you know, protecting of their children, but it just, sometimes, I'd be like, it's somebody, somebody see this shit, and it's this big grown motherfucker like, why are you here? That right. shit is fucking weird. And, like, I don't know how that focused on. I do think there is, I don't know, there's there's narratives. Um, I know you hear, like, in, in a lot of black families say with, you know, they get, like, a watered-down version of the precious, precious scenario where it's like, crucify this motherfucker because that's a child. She's not right. fast. That nigga's a predator. Those are two, those are two different things. Like I put, like I'm not saying they don't fastness don't exist, but let's. I like to. I'm always go for the adult first, and like her fast, Absolutely. her fastness. Let's get, let's get, because I feel like her people, fastness can be attributed to like a lack of guidance. Yeah, and I feel like sometimes people gotta you backtrack that enough. You do have to examine where you might have dropped the ball. Now everybody didn't drop the ball maliciously. Some people dropped the ball because you didn't know what the fuck you was doing. I'm actually gonna come back around to that. Um <clears throat> and that's okay. That's understandable. Whoop de whoop. Shout out to therapy. But I think that the conversation should sometimes be had, even if it, you don't got to even get personal. You know, I'm not trying to. You don't got to throw your business under the out in the streets. But there's a conversation that, like, look here, bro. Like, it's it's not just this girl being fast. She fast because you made a drop. Maybe she should. Maybe you should have. You know, paid attention a little more. He's not a good man. That nigga's a fucking adult. But I feel that way both ways because people think I'm joking. If I see some big 38-year-old bitch coming to pick up my 17-year-old son, I'm going to drop kick her in her fucking chin because what do you want? <laughs> what are you doing? But I feel like they were a little bit more subtle with it. Like, I can understand. I remember cats, like, there's a couple cats I know that. You were a senior and you took a freshman to prom, right? I used to think that was low-key weird. But, you we, know. We, we, we would kind of talk shit about it, but that's still within the confines to me. If, like, you 17, borderline mm-hmm. 18, and she fresh, y'all still within each other's age range to a degree. So, whatever. That's cool. Um, there was some chicks that was you, you trying to get your boyfriend that supposedly he college age, but you want him to come take you to prom. That's a little bit, all right, he been dating you apparently. That's a little, that's a little suspect. We might not say nothing to the drug dealer or the gangbanger because people be scared of whatever hood they from, not knowing, you know, hindsight, me in 2020, you get all that realize he the lame nigga of the gang, but that's a whole nother situation. You thought you was really dating a reptable and you dating some pissant little nigga, but you thought you was doing something because you wanted, your ego got stroked in that situation. Great. When it comes to the women, the older women, though, I think they would do it more subtly. They would do it more groomy. Oh, yeah. Because I've had situations as a, I can remember being 17, having older women like 
because of my size. Because yeah, I'm it. already I'm already six three, six four, two hundred and something pounds. Like I I still got baby face, but I'm built like a man. So I've had grown ass women. I've had grown women with children already in their mid twenties trying to see what's up with me and want to kick it with me. And I'm seventeen. It was it was. <laughs> I could think of just off top two situations and I was every bit of, I think I was still 17 in both of these. I like, it went with my mom. So uh, as my mom, one time it was my mom and my aunt, we were going, they went to like some clothing store and I think I went somewhere in the little shopping plaza, got me some to drink, came in there to find them. And like the lady who was working the store, she said something to me and I was like, Oh, I'm with them. And then she like apologized. She's like, Oh, I didn't know that was me. And then my mom was like, bitch, that's my fucking son. And that got weird. And then I remember one time, like, I went to, like, a, uh, that's when I, that's what I think when I stopped going with my mom to fucking get her hair done. Because I walked <laughs> in this one shop, and it was like, and I'm like, I know it ain't, I know it's niggas that walk in here. So, like, what the fuck? I was just, again, that was another one. I was like, I'm going to go pick y'all up in about an hour. Because y'all both got to get y'all hair done. I'm finna dip. But in that moment, even her, like, she, I think she kind of, like, you know, being a mom and just whatever had, like, kind of not been partaking in that and she was like they really was that's a fucking child like her yeah. whole shit is that as a fucking child and man, you I can kind of tell and that'd be yeah that was my I thing. thought I as had, a kid like maybe you can't tell because my mom would always tell me like you got to be safe out here in these streets they're gonna treat you like you a man a picture of me at 17 i look 17 i mean to me yeah now as a as a you know, 37-year-old man, I could look back at 17-year-old me and tell that I was for sure in high, a high school kid or early college kid. My, Like I said, I had a baby face with a, with a grown body. So I can, I can see the age, which lets me know. I know you can see the age too, but I can see the age in college. And somebody that was in grad school, mm -hmm. I can tell when somebody was a freshman on campus. So I know you can look at me and tell like, I ain't exactly your age and you on a slide not really caring about it because dick it's creepy but we don't speak that way like we it already goes back to the reality that we don't talk about a lot of young boys that have been molested by older women more so than young women or whatever that have been molested by men yeah and I think everybody's like dropped the ball in that snare because you know I'm I know, like when the the conversation comes about, it's a lot of like you know, boys be like, yeah, they with that, but I was like, boys are stupid because they're fucking children at the time, and I don't know, I don't think like there's enough on both sides, fathers, uncles, moms, whatever, like yo, know, like treat this person the exact same because I don't have none of that, like I don't have any of that, and I think you know, I think some of it has definitely been influenced by just doing my actual job for like a while. Like you mm. see the ramifications of that shit and that shit's weird. That shit has impact. You know, motherfuckers start to say that goofy shit. Like I like somebody more mature. You are fucking traumatized. Like you can't even fucking rap. There's somebody who took advantage of you and you be looking for that person and everybody you fuck with. And that's weird. Like you got to, now it's a lot to unpack. Like you, you got work to do. I mean, it's, it's a significant amount of work. But they got to want to do that work, and we got to call them out on their bullshit to make them know that there's work that needs to be done. Like, we demonize, like I said, we demonize a lot of men, but we don't talk about the women that you got some of the same issues. Like, you like you like your boys significantly younger than you. 
And that's some manipulative, predatory shit. I mean, where did, where did that come from? Because you didn't just up and decide that. Well, you know, that gets into that conversation with people, you know, I want y'all, I'm on, a, I'm on a mission for y'all to, in a variety of ways, use your fucking words. Because that's what shit, you know, what is a preference and what is, what's the, what's the other shit? Like, you know, it's not being whatever. That's just their preference and blah, 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 blah. And your preference is stems and some shit some a lot of times sometimes you know you just like what you like but word to freud some of that shit y'all should be coming from somewhere that now, shit's weird do we do we hold the same the same type of energy for say older dudes dudes that are older than both of us they in a whatever they 40s and 50s i'm gonna say i'm gonna i feel like let will finish because i think i'm gonna say yeah though I mean, they're cool dating like women in their mid twenties. Fuck yeah, I hold all you niggas to, to the same standard, and I'm saying this as a nigga like I don't know what that looks like in my immediate circle. I think I know like I got shout out to me, knock on wood. Thank you, man upstairs. My father dates right now. He don't fuck with nothing that's not in his age group. It just it shit gets weird. Like I, I understand the concept. Like everybody's grown and physically whatever and. I ain't saying that, you know, niggas should just want to whatever and go fuck with somebody who look like a, a burlap sack or no shit like that. But um, <laughs> but I don't know, man. Words of black folks. I done seen some badass 50 and 60 year old women. Absolutely. In, in, in the gym kicking my storm fetish into high gear because got a whole head of white hair or gray hair and thick built up head to toe. So the idea of motherfuckers, you know, and when niggas start talking that, I'm not saying everybody. I'm sure them, there's always some exception to the rule or whatever. But it is always like, I don't know, man, like ego shit or like superficial shit. You know, I like them youngness, whatever. You can't even do nothing with the young girl the way you want to. I got money now. I can pay for maybe the attractive women I couldn't pay for back when I was like really young. I'm getting my rocks off now. As much as motherfuckers say, like, you know, this coochie, you know, got this old man whipped around my whatever. That nigga got you whipped around his too. You don't make no you don't make you you don't make no noise. He controls kind of the the parameters of things. I pay for something. You shut up and look pretty. And that's what many of those scenarios look like to me. You come here, you sit down, you shut up, and you go ahead and pop this pill, you know, get this thing off before my fucking heart implodes. I give you a couple of dollars, you get the fuck on. Well, like I provide a lifestyle for you that you can't provide yourself. So you think you coming up because you get material and, and a lifestyle, not realizing mm, I'm really in control of all of this. But that that makes me think of the point of money manipulation. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of these transactions are ego and material driven. Give me a sugar daddy. But that's, that's where I wanted to go with it. Like <laughs> we say it's okay for women to have sugar daddies. And we kind of condone cougars as well. But that's the same thing as predatory behavior when it comes to older dudes and younger women. I'm just leveraging a lifestyle or money and dangling it in front of you to be able to groom or take advantage of some younger person. And, you know, you grown, you can make your own choices. I don't like sometimes that I feel like. You're not grown. Yeah. I feel like you those. dope, but your brain is. Well, there's that. <laughs> I feel like there's there's parallels that don't always like there's a space where those do mimic the way we look at relationships now, especially like 
you know, I, um, and this and then, uh, these conversations always get flipped into like some some way to justify you know being a fucking uh, bum and and uh, I can't think of like a character who was a bum now, but like you know, insert your favorite like lazy piece of shit dude character who doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Like it's like those conversations act like you're justifying them, and that's not the case. But you, that, I feel like there's a parallel between that and say the. Um, would you date a bus driver chick? That mm-hmm. like, that's gone viral. Yama and uh, God, I can't remember that woman's name who she was talking. It's not to. worth remembering. But I've seen her. She's been on a lot of stuff. She's talked about a lot of stuff. She's real smart. Got a little bunch of whatever. But um, it's not even a jump on her. It's just that when those conversations happen, conversations is always like my word to say. Um, I think the parallel between is like it values niggas as just monetary things, and. Somewhere along the line, motherfucker wake up and be like, I want a relationship, I want to get me. And you've never really developed the skills to what the fuck that looks like in a partner. Like, I know in that clip, Ayanna was like, does he have integrity? Does he treat his mom right? Does he treat me right? Is he a nice person? Is he a hard worker? Does he have whatever? I can't spin that. And that's, to me, very short-sighted and dumb because um, I'm bouncing around. But We saw the, at least I saw the pictures of who she was engaged to. I didn't see none of that. She, I mean, she was engaged to a CEO of a company who was a white dude. At that point, what's the problem then? Because if they got, if the, to me, I don't understand why those, why, why it's never like, okay. And what's that shit that everybody hates? Like, you know, anytime we talk to a man, he's always trying to solve the problem and you want to just vent. Because if you, if you're my friend, if you're, you're my homegirl, and it's been two CEOs, a ball player, a nigga who ran his own business, a nigga who's an entrepreneur, a nigga who did real estate, various cultures, whatever. The problem's you, dog. All these niggas aren't dickheads. Like, the problem is that you just clearly, I don't know, either don't know how to maintain a relationship, don't know how to be a good partner, don't know really what you're looking for in a relationship, so everything's going to be hollow mm-hmm. because everybody's like, it just didn't work sure out. No bail. She know what she's looking for. You know what you're looking for. Because, I mean, sticking with the conversation, at least based on the picture, I know a lot of, a lot of the whites, a lot, of, <laughs> lot of white people, they age like dog shit and compared to us, but he looked like an older white dude. Mm-hmm. He didn't look like a white dude that was her age. So you were, in, you were, were, were formerly, no longer, you were engaged to this dude that was a rich white man. You know what you was looking for. You was looking for status and money and you chose that over culture. But that's what so I'm saying. So you wouldn't those- date the bus driver regardless. But that's what I'm saying with that, like, it's the shit doesn't work out and it's never figuring out how to go about cultivating a relationship properly. Yeah. If you went about it the financial route and you weren't happy. You're still not going to get it. Yeah, nobody's telling you to go out here and get broke or whatever or date somebody who, um, I mean, maybe date somebody who picks up trash. I don't know. But look for the other things that matter in relationship, which parallels to why, like, you know, when a motherfucker go, you know, why you didn't like her, she a bad bitch. I'm looking for other things. That make you a good partner, cause once we once the motherfucker, uh, like my, you know, I love this line. Once my dick is unhard, what the fuck are we doing? No, no. I mean, you can, if you base it off of Tyler Perry movies, you get you a broke man that's hard working. You gonna turn out with a happy ending. You might have a fucked up wig on, but you know, at least you are gonna be in a happy <laughs> relationship. Well, not well, everybody. Everybody takes that as like you know you got a super church going. He don't ask you for nothing. But, and, but even uh, in them scenarios, it's like you got to hit rock bottom just to consider them dudes, which is weird to me. 
Because okay, in 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 the reverse, I just I don't know. Everybody says things that are like really kind of manipulative manipulative to me. Because in the reverse, when we talk about like what makes women valuable, niggas be always talking about niggas are just not having conversations about um wanting her to add value or whatever and what she brings to the table. Right. You, know, you get whooped down for that. But on the flip, it's just like this intrinsic value just because, you know, she showed up, she's amazing, which is fucking kind of, how do I say this? Okay, for for example, I feel like this is, where I, this is where I feel like people don't say things properly. So we, you said Tyler Perry, we all been sitting up here. Just this week, uh, Steve popped off. Steve went viral again. What you boys bringing to the table? This, this marriage thing, she belonged to me. That whole uh, viral clip. The crazy thing is, if you watch that whole interview, I just, I needed something I felt to talk about, and I felt like at least with a, a good old Shannon and fucking Steve, I was going to get some laughs. So, for one, got some fucking laughs. For two, I might actually have to, like, readjust my conversations regarding Steve Harvey, because when the motherfucker was up there telling his story, you, one, fuck around and get inspired life-wise, and then when you listen to the conversation, how this nigga described his relationship, nigga, that's not what the fuck is being said out here. That's not the conversation that's now. I don't know. that I saw some other shit pop up, and I'm not getting into that because I don't really know the ins and outs of his past relationships, but bro, in that, in that relationship said, in that conversation said, first relationship, I was 25, didn't really know what I was doing, popped up with twins, I'm going through life, I'm chasing my purpose, and my purpose kind of trumped being everything at home. He also says in there that, like, this this recent wife is the only wife he's really loved. Dated her once upon a time, they fell apart, he fucked around everybody else, and it, he knew kind of who he loved, which I think is a, another kind of conversation to have. Sound like, sound like this shit that Brian McKnight said, too. Now, that... Okay, I'm bouncing all over the place, but that's put a pin we'll, in we'll that. We'll come back to yeah, that. Put a pin in that weird little concept. But he goes through all this thing. The second wife, who you know, took him for everything he got. There's stories about that, about how you know whether she's a takey takey person. But I ride with Steve's version. She took him. They had a decent divorce. She hit him for all he had. He had to re up. When he gets to this third wife, the conversations everybody he specifically discusses of what she brings to the table. He gets to her and you had your table cleared already. That's why you got to ask hitting rock bottom. And then you have to do shit the right way. It's rock bottom. He comes back. He becomes Steve Harvey again. 47 shows, 83 fucking jobs, <laughs> all the money in the motherfucking world. And um, him and her reconnect. And then over the course of their relationship, there are situations where he's like, like he talks about, um, What's his favorite place to go? He's got this big old ranch, big old, like, whatever. He's like, this is my favorite place. This is my happy spot, so on and so forth. And he's like, I have this spot off of the back of her. She's the one who decided to, like, that we should make this purchase. And at first, my, 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 my mind went off. I'm like, God damn, this motherfucker buying shit. Ain't got no goddamn money. And then he was like, the reason I knew I could afford it is because she's good with money. Through her, he talked about, what makes her a good partner is she makes me laugh. She makes me feel good. She bigs me up. She supports me. Down to my toes. Down to my motherfucking toes. From the bottom of this bald ass head to the <laughs> top of this bald ass head to the bottom of these big motherfucking feet. This motherfucker is speaking life, as y'all motherfuckers say, which y'all favorite fucking lines that I hate. I can only enjoy something for a week with y'all because then I just start to say some dumb shit. And then 
he talks about that she's pretty much this is this is expressing what she brings to the table because he's like as fast as I can make it she's smarter with money than me so she knows where I should invest it how I can do this when I'm getting these jobs she's coordinating and I parallel that to like there was a podcast that came out a while ago where it was like the um blue from the blue truck and he was like and basically in their conversation she she was like this nigga know how to cook I came in and was like, I'm going to figure out the business. All you have to worry about is cooking. That's a balanced thing. That's 50 fucking 50. Whatever way y'all want to cut it. The, the niggas, and I was, it blew my fucking mind. Because I'm like, well, nigga, this is what niggas is asking for. Why the fuck are we going back and forth when you literally just stated she's not just sitting there spending your money. She's like, I'm teaching you how to flip this motherfucker. You're act, she's actively, she's like a financial advisor. Absolutely don't go to work. Work here. Because I'm talented, and that's also like you're in a really specific um, situation. But fuck all that. Yep. That shit fucking pissed me off so bad. I was like, why are we having all these dumb fucking conversations? Say this part. Because that means he would have to sit back and one admit the dumbass shit he subscribed to as a kid, and two, he'd have to be accountable to how he still believes that silliness. And that don't sell books. What sells books is selling this, saying the silly shit and doing something else behind closed doors. We talk about that all the time. Beyonce say one thing, got a whole husband at home. Meg say one thing, got a whole boyfriend. City girl said one thing. Been chasing after men, literally shooting a shot, trying to make sure they get into the right position. Whether it's real relationship or not, even if it is transactional, I'm still wanting to be in the thing that I'm telling y'all that y'all don't need to be in. So it makes money to sell a contradiction. P. Diddy, bro. She like it, so. I mean, hey, turn up. I ain't mad at it. I ain't finna knock y'all. Turn up. I ain't gonna knock you, King. Two consensual adults, man. Get that pee-pee. Hey, she she went from a ratchet chick who went to jail to being fucking at the Met Gala, right? Or is it the other one that went to jail? I don't know which one is which. No, she, uh, she didn't. JT went to jail. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know which one is which. In Miami, she was just out here holding it down. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I, it's the old narrative to me that that bleeds into the controlling aspect to me. You would have to admit that you was fucking controlling, but you still got some controlling ways because you sitting here saying that she belongs to you when she don't. She's clearly your business partner. The other nasty side of that is it took you two failed marriages for you to realize she was the one and for her to actually give you another shot. She belonged with me. I belonged to her. She gave you another shot after she realized your earning potential. And she wanted to help you maximize that because she's like, he can, he can get this money, but he don't know what to do with it. But if I, I mean, help that's, him. That's a decent take. Like the way the conversation was framed, like. Uh, I know it was like they reconnected or something like that, but how did you magically reconnect with somebody that you dated a while back and it didn't work out after you've become rich and lost a lot of money yeah, down I, on your luck? And then you reconnect with this woman that's going to help you get your money up and keep it this time. How did that conversation go? I guess he was, he was up he and had, down after the second marriage. He was down up second marriage. Then he comes back up. This is how he, how he mm-hmm. described it. Like he came, he was up. And he's like in Vegas. He's like partying it up. Mm. And I guess his peacocking. Bo- yeah, and I guess his bodyguard knew somebody that she knew, and he was having a conversation with that person. That person puts her on the phone, and then they started talking. And he was like, "It was, it was fire. It was mm. sun rose and 
he immediately they immediately connected and kicked it and he fell for the okie doke. Yeah, it was. That he was, was doing the same shit you was doing before. You were unhealed, and you was out here trying to live, live your life, and act as if you are healing by doing silly shit, blowing money. And she can see that. She knows what type of life you live in, and she found you. Two degrees of separation, and next thing you know, you back in the saddle. But she gonna make sure that she don't take you to the cleaners. She's gonna help you build the cleaners. Basically, there's that. Now, it see just that. sounds like two two nasty ideologies that end up working out together for now because we don't know how the story ends. It's a good point. Now I know with that there was like, but I shouldn't. You know, but you know what's the crazy part? Even with all that, and then there was like a conversation about the kids and blah blah blah. But shit, like you said before, shit, Steve in a better kid position than good old Brian. That nigga Brian said, "Fuck these kids." Brian said, "Fuck his whole everything before this white woman." And I don't know, like, well, she's Latino or something like that. If I'm not mistaken, I don't remember. And I don't know. I don't. I don't have kids. I I've seen and heard everybody have these scenarios where, um, you know, you split with a partner, and there's always that conversation of how much influence a bitter, scorned mother might put in their child. And I hear all that, but I don't fucking know. But I don't really buy that for the fucking Brian shit. I don't have no. no I'm not I don't know the situation. I don't know what the fuck's going on. So it's complete speculation. But like the way this nigga like messaged, you know, like that long ass message to his daughter, fucking uh, or about his new daughter, knowing you have a fucking daughter, naming your fucking son with her the same name as the son you had. I just I don't know. Cause I'm it's, like it's the kids were around. He was in their lives, like young. Like and you just took a flip to be. I didn't care about nobody else until I met this woman I'm with now. Even though you had multiple children with the last chick. Yeah, Brian McNutt and that ass nigga. Like I'm. It's nasty work. Yeah, like I, I can understand having a beef with your children. Y'all just not seeing eye to eye. We saw that with Kirk Franklin. We saw that with Fifty Cent. Like they not gonna denounce their children. They just like we not seeing eye to eye because they on some silly shit. Because, see, and I guess my thing is they said this even on the Joe Budden pod, and I think it was a decent point. It's like it's one thing to have the 50-cent situation with a kid. You have a bad situation that might have happened. You know, that kid's what? Bro's what, our age? He's 27 or something like that. Okay, bro is, bro is approaching, approaching 30. Yeah. So you have Fifth. You put in all of, like, Fifth's lifestyle. I'm not saying that. And I'm not saying Fifth was a shit dad. I'm, like, from the way the situation was, like, like Fifth was – in the kid's life and just the kid might have just ate up what the mom said. And I'm not saying that you don't feel a way for what somebody did to your mom, but at some point as an adult, you do have to take into account like your parents are human beings mm. and I don't know if he did. So I can't speak to the severity of how he treated the mom, but if it's just, they don't fuck with each other. I don't know, man, you kind of got to, you know, figure out how to rationalize that in order to have a relationship with your parent. Um, I guess if you want to, and if you don't want to, you can't come back being like Captain Money Hungry, even though bro was getting paid triple, double what motherfuckers go to work and make. But um, yeah, Brian got four. Brian did four times. You fucked up four times. Don't I don't have a know. good relationship with none of them. I don't know how to fuck. That's a you problem, my boy. Four. four. And you started back at one. That's crazy as <laughs> hell. 
it's funny whoever says this shit. Like, that's been the joke that's kept on giving since this whole shit dropped. It's the truth. You just you, you expunged your whole record and just started to start over from the beginning, huh? That nigga said they was on. Uh, I think on the joke, but but it was like it was playing his songs. It was like all his hits was to his kids. Like, do I ever cross your mind anytime, Dad? <laughs> And now you can't you even ever wake up reaching out for me. Yeah, they apparently they did yeah, at one point in time, like, and you were nowhere to be found. Yeah, I can't. I don't know, man. Like I, I know everybody's <laughs> got a specific whatever, and there's a re- there can be reasons for everything, but I I cannot find a reason to really fuck with Brian McKnight. Like I cannot justify this shit. I can't find any silver lining. It just seems like somewhere down the line, bro, either been a fuck nigga or just woke up. And said, I've been a fuck nigga my whole life, and I'm a stand on it. Been a fuck nigga his whole life. I said it before, I'll say it again. I knew that nigga wasn't shit based on how he dressed. (laughs) That nigga outfits let me know he wasn't about shit. (laughs) He was dressing like, what's that nigga name? I was going to say Enrique Iglesias, but you can throw him in there too. R&B, black R&B <laughs> singer out here looking like uh, what's what's oh, what's the, the nigga named the the Latino dude name that all the women was loving until they found out he was gay? Oh, Ricky Martin. Ricky Martin. Shit, so that nigga dressed. You dressing like Ricky Martin and Backstreet <laughs> Boys, and you supposed to be a black R&B icon? Like I know we was dressing a little different depending on what you was into, but this his outfits let me know he wasn't about shit, and he wasn't he wasn't for us like we thought he was. This ain't got shit to do with shit, but as I'm sitting here just like kind of comfortably got my hands placed, hey, why do y'all, because I see a lot of girls, that, what, as much as I got a decent sized hand, what make y'all think that y'all little hands be covering up all that belly? Like, what is that supposed to have? What makes you think? I knew I was fat when I liked the, I knew you was fat when I liked the picture. It's just, if I'm a, I just thought, as I'm doing this, I just don't understand what the logic is, like, because... Y'all can see my whole body still. Like it's, it's the distortion of of one. <laughs> I don't like me, and since I don't like me, I'm gonna try to hide me, not realizing that I am incapable of hiding me. That shit, wow! I ain't got nothing to do with nothing. It just don't. It don't, but it, so it, just... it it it's still a lot of insecurity and unhealthy mindsets, and this this you can't you got to suck it in and put your hand over it like it's really gonna do something. We. I can look at your face and tell you're chunky. I just be like, what happened? Like when nigga, nigga, like when that nigga meets you in person. Like I can't. I don't know. I just never. I've never understood that to a degree. Like put your best foot forward, but have a have the foot there when I meet you. Like you can't put your best foot forward and then you pull up and you ain't got no motherfucking legs. Like I didn't know that when I showed up. I Not that. to say if you ain't got no legs, you don't deserve love, but like just be legless so I can make the choice. Yeah, to just, fuck give, with the just give people the option. This, but you have to embrace yourself. But we have the term catfishing because of women. If we're gonna be honest about it. Yeah. And also you had fish niggas. Like I don't like y'all either. I don't never wear no hat. But that hat, hat fishing is hat fishing is not the same as catfishing. Niggas got some big ass heads though, but I feel you. <laughs> Absolutely. Niggas got some fucking noggins. Absolutely. You can look at somebody like Problem. Problem got a big <laughs> Love love your music. Fuck with you, but you take that hat off, boy. It's a whole why. Him and him fucking Tory Lanez. Yeah, them motherfucker head here. It's, it's a bunch of cats that, boy. This is outrageous. 
in front of God. Yeah. Again, finally, hey, I understand. Like you know, you want your son to get out, but but I, I ever go, you know, I'd be like, I'd be like, hey, pop, you gotta keep a player when I, you know. But I'm not going nowhere. I, I I pay my fucking. I just paid a parking ticket. I don't do, I'm not fucking with y'all. I don't want no. I don't want no fucking problems. And it don't be fun. Like I think I remember the other day. I was in, I was at work and they was watching something. It was like one of them like locked up abroad or whatever oh, shits. And love every time lock up or some every shit. Every time I see that shit, I'm like, nigga, I understand like doing what you have to do in your environment. I completely but oh, some of y'all boy, some of y'all weird. Like, you know, I go, but not nigga for what? This shit sucks. Y'all and now all you motherfuckers got phones and niggas just be on Instagram and acting like they having fun, nigga. It look ass in there that shit looks terrible that don't look fun it don't look cool you niggas been outside living life for fucking six years it's ai now like a nigga went in if a nigga went inside four years ago it's artificial intelligence outside you don't even know who the fuck you listening to on these songs no more potentially it's gonna be fucking uh android it's gonna be you know what okay i know the ai thing is like it's a little fucked up. I'm not gonna lie. I'm like, you know, there's. I saw a whole video about like the way they could scam you. Like, you know, they send you to they send you the text message. The text message sends you to a link. Link gets all your information. They got pictures and all this other shit. Why are you clicking links in the first place? That's also silly. Don't click no fucking numbers you don't know. But if a random number calls you, you pick up the fucking call. You talking to them? They recording your voice, and so that's fucking scary. Scary as fuck. I don't pick up calls of people like. No. That's also true. <laughs> so you call, so you know, they call you, they get your voice, they call your family, your grandmother, have some money, she's scared, go to the bank, clear out or whatever. That's the whole scary thing about it. But I did think about like the positives, and immediately it was some geek shit because it was like, when you look back on like, you know, how you think like, oh shit, remember back in the day when they thought about like Wesley Snipes had like a script for Black Panther, and it was like, that would be wild to watch. Although my argument is, as one of these like little, human arts purist people is as good as I feel like that idea would be. I don't know. Could an artificial intelligence really give me the Wesley Snipes I would want on screen Mm -hmm. or would give me the Denzel or so on and so forth. Like a good copy is one thing, but if I'm looking for that, whatever nuance, you only get that from like people. No. I mean, we had hologram Tupac for quite some time now. Was that fire or was that just the nuance of it? I think it was just the nuance of it. I don't think it was really as good as we made it seem. Mm. I think like we looked at it as if it was wonderful because we got to see this person that we felt we lost too early, this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. And this is a way to put them in front of people as if they are actually getting to watch him. But then you really look at it and you'd be like, oh, that's Falcon. Yeah, that's not really Tupac. Like when I look at it, that's that's Falcon. It moves like Falcon. It talks like Falcon. That's fucking say we up here watching Anthony Mackie. This is that's not Tupac. It's not Tupac Ellipse. That's not Tupac Shakur. That's not Tupac. That's not none. Of, that that is that's Captain America, the new one. Yeah, like I'm completely like this is a terrible rendition. Horrible. Yeah, like I get the whole like you know people are excited about the AI thing. Like I even saw something that I was excited about because it was like 
excited. I wasn't excited about Allen Iverson, and that's the only <laughs> AI I recognize. Cause like, no, I was, I was a little excited by AI. I wasn't because he was always going against the Lakers, so it just well, it yeah, that, that made sense for me to not like him at the time. That's a fair point. I fucked with him when he wasn't playing against that stuff. Absolutely, but um, yeah, the, I, I mean, I, I saw something that was like cool the other day. It was like a way for it to um cut out like if you gave it a fucking order. It would record things like a guy, okay, like the footage here, put in as an AI system out already that would do the cutting for us. It knows the voices, put it with the person. Cool, 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 blah, blah, blah. But in my mind, I'm like, I feel like at a certain point, as fast as technology moves, like you would cut costs on fucking even things like editors, even the shit we're having right now. Like we're like, shit, all the fucking writers entertainment, yeah, all the entertainment is shut down for writers. It's like shit, and part of that I want to say is AI issues. Man, you put that shit over there with fucking editors, it's still the same shit. Because motherfuckers are gonna have, like you. You could potentially, you know, kill industries. And yeah, nigga, that's crazy as fuck. And I don't know how that works in like arts shit because those are people's ideas. Like I need people for that, or I want people for that. I guess. I mean, I feel like it can still kind of work because. For me, for some wild reason, my brain went to porn, right? Like, how <laughs> how could we use AI for porn? Because you need real people. For, you need content creators when it comes to, well, yeah. now that we call them content creators as opposed to porn stars. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Bust it open. Either way, you need content creators in order to create that type of content. Can AI recreate that? And I had a rebuttal in my mind. It's like, well, we see it. It, say anime like animated they have animated porn and stuff like that so it's like yeah, there are ways it can be done to where you really don't need the people and there's a large demographic of people that probably wouldn't care either yeah no there's people that, that don't watch people porn they literally will watch hentai or something of some sort and that's, that's they get down and they are completely okay with that I mean, we shit. Got the rubber dolls. We've been at the rubber dolls since fucking real sex 79 or whatever fucking number it was back in, in the early 2000s. I've seen an ad on porn where it got real uncomfortable because the concept is, and I think it was just the ad, but the concept in the ad was like you could reface the shit or whatever. Like if you were hitting somebody, but you want. Somebody to look like a particular person? Yeah, you could just upload a face. Like, you know, I've been wanting to fuck, you know, you've been wanting to fuck uh, such and such who work at the store. Or I've been wanting to fuck my, you know, my neighbor got to love my neighbor. She's a good looking, you know, whatever. Or, you know, good looking fellow, whatever you're into. And if you had a good photo of them, you follow them or you find their fucking Facebook, you could upload a picture. That's the concept. I don't know if it ever whatever, because I'm not going to hold you guys. I skipped the ads. I watched my fucking and not going about my day but <clears throat> in the event like if we're having the ai conversation it's a lot of you motherfuckers out here that could be you know hey man i i used to know oh man i you know think about it like motherfuckers is weird damn i do think uh ashley ashley is kind of built Ashley built like a, a a young pinky like remember pinky back in like first couple shit if you got a picture of ashley and you like ashley with pink hair Technology might get to a point where you could see Ashley and I, Ashley busting it down. Now, is that Ashley? No, but the ramifications of that are fucking never ending. 
I mean, that makes me think of sticking with the topic of how we started the conversation. Like, say they upload in pictures of children. And they're getting dolls that are like children and having sex with dolls. But they're not having sex with actual children. Like, say someone has that that struggle, that disease, that condition, whatever you want to parcel it as. But they have that and they go the doll route. I'm going to create these dolls that look and feel like little real people and I'll have sex with them to keep from having sex with actual children. Do we demonize that or do we look at that as like you're trying to work through your shit or you're trying to do yourself like do we do we look at it as a positive or do we look at it as a negative? I don't know what you're trying to work through because at some point I don't give a fuck how I feel like that to me runs still too much of a risk because now it's like one time say not one time one one thing is if you maybe, you know, I've had those urges, mm-hmm. and, you know, it took you a while to get up the courage to whatever, whatever. Now it's like you have those urges and now you have a, a space to really act that shit out. At some point, nigga, you're going to fucking, I don't, I don't have, I don't have tons of experience with that demographic, Me neither. but I know over the course of my career, I have worked with those who have that like impulse and they were, they were still like, you know, uh, adolescent yeah, age. Yeah, I've dealt with kids that still have them <clears throat> impulses, but that's that's a little different, I guess. But I would say, no, I would say these ones that I'm specifically talking about, everybody that I had in this particular capacity was 17 to 19. They got, like, you know, that last little bit, and them, you know, even transitioning to, like, shelter like uh, shelter care was an issue because it's like, you know, we got to kind of make sure you're not out in the public or whatever, mm-hmm. so... It was a good amount, and it was one that I, like, watched, and it was, like, having them. It was one incident where nothing particularly happened, but he didn't know I was present. So it was him and another staff, lady staff. She was small, and, um, you know, he was, like, you know, I give him, like, 5'8", you know, maybe 150 or something like that, 160. And it was, like, watching, you know, doing his chores and stuff, and then it kind of looks up, and it kind of, like, almost register like oh shit like i got an opportunity mm-hmm. and it looked like it looked like you know we, anime usually plays while we're watching the show and you could tell when somebody clicks in it like her it that holy shit it like he went from regular this character here and flipped into the girl we just it just took like one of those like demon time tones and i stepped in like oh y'all good are we done for that and he kind of shook back so when i think about it i think of like if it's really how it's described. It's not like fully on a choice. It's an impulse. It's like, well, shit, there needs to be ways to focus on how to reduce, manage, um, whatever these impulses. And I feel like that scenario you just gave, boy, that's some shit where like, if I, (laughs) if it was a little bit of a little flame, that shit is a forest fire now. But I feel like that would be the same thing. If you have people uploading pictures of other people, especially people they don't know, because we got, it's like we got pedophiles, we got stalkers, yep, we got serial killers, we got all kind of stuff. So, if we're gonna look at that and say like that's creepy, that could be potentially lighting a fire and making it bigger than what it is. We gotta police that. Then that means we gotta police the whole ability as a whole, not even the people. We gotta police the the potential to be able to even create this. This has to be. Well, shit, the, the, the AI nigga stepped down and he was like, yeah, I stepped. He's like, I'm trying not to shit on Google. But y'all got it because I don't want nothing to do with what's going to happen with this. Yeah, boy, it was like, I can't fully feel, I don't feel like I could fully like critique this and be an employee of Google at the same time. 
So I'm not trying to shit on Google per se, but this stuff needs to have a bit of regulation and we should maybe like take a step back from it. Because I think the, the general argument was, is that at this point, it's not smarter than us yet. It exists, but it's like, you know, but the way that, you know, technology rapidly pushes and stuff like that, fuck around. And the more we keep fucking with it, the smarter it'll get. Mm-hmm. And then you got some fucking, you know. The inevitable happens. Fucking Skynet. I, I don't give a fuck what y'all say. It's a couple of people be like, you know, we it's conspiracy theories. Fuck you. Look, we didn't. It's it's been. A, I watched too much sci-fi shit for us to duck. Terminator, iRobot. Listen, we was wrong for we was wrong for 2012. We we ain't gonna be wrong that many motherfucking times. Keep fucking around. I'm not playing with you, motherfuckers. All right, knock it off. We was wrong in Y2K too. Yeah, give me some like and fuck with the shit that we want, nigga. I want teleporters and goddamn. Flying cars. Fuck around fucking with the, I ain't asked for this shit. I ain't asked for no AI nothing. AI to make no song that sounds like Drake when y'all know y'all got the good shit. Yeah. somewhere. I, like, all this goddamn talking had up, had up here about hip-hop. Let these motherfuckers get these bars off and go sit somewhere and write. Finna uproot a whole culture. Shit. Uh, what's that What's that girl everybody like that? They don't like give a fuck about Taylor Swift had a whole oh. shit about her catalog. I don't give a fuck about her music, but... I was going to say Ice Spice. I mean, that list, oh, I was trying that, to that list could have been really long. Yeah, I was trying to take it out from, like, hip-hop, but... Oh. Um, yeah, Taylor Swift, don't nobody give a fuck about her. But, well, you know, fucking... Um, but, you know, let her write her shitty music that I don't care about. I don't want to hear no fucking AI. I know I don't want to hear no fucking AI version of that shit. And you niggas are unruly anyways, fucking... Uh, I mean, the AI version was now. Kids bopping now. Them CDs was... Oh my god! Them shits was the AI version of what? What does some? What does a kid that his that they parents raised them on Kids Bop turn into? We like, could do a documentary on that. Like what? Ha, like there because there has as much the kids, as kids that sung the songs first. We got to do them. Oh, I feel like they were they put of, you in the studio and made you sing these songs. I feel like they were like lesser versions of Disney kids. Like you thought yeah. she was really and you like their their rise and fall came. Much faster and potentially much harder, but I'm really worried about the the kids whose parents really were like kids bought purchasers and like, made you listen all that you can listen to. Yeah, and you really had to listen to kids bop in the like. I know what uh what a what a Sunday morning feels like when my mom is screaming, ah! could clean up and shit. But if you had to hear the fucking like the kids bop Mary J Blige, what is your life like? What kind of person are you? I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. <laughs> That's nuts. Never meant to make your daughter cry. Like, y'all niggas wasn't riding around at nine listening to Can't See Me but can't really sing the lyrics properly. Like, it was just, you had to learn some self-restraint. That's a life lesson. I was you, riding around at nine listening to fucking LL Cool J and A-Ball and MJG. Thanks to A-Ball and MJ, A-Ball and MJG and Pimp C was was definitely like more of an uncle ride no, and also my pops put me on ll was like we we let LL, like i know this is already like an internet like conversation but the heinousness that we allowed ll to do for years was nuts getting getting haircuts with his hat on <laughs> like <laughs> deepest bluest my hat is like a shark's fin I he like poured chocolate syrup on that. Like the songs be that's that's the thing. The videos were the songs know. be great, but the videos is nuts. This nigga poured chocolate syrup on this girl leg in in fucking a hundred degree New York weather in the summer. 
What's wrong with you? I mean, <laughs> damn, chill out. Was she of age? I don't. I look. I'm not. I'm. She was of age. I'm putting. I'm not finna. We not finna throw air. LL. Was, <laughs> LL was fucking. But of he age was young. Women. He was a young dude at the time. So yeah. you know, nineteen, twenty year old LL. You know, he could slide with a. 17, 18 year old girl. Because he didn't talk about, you know, fresh out of school, standing at the bus stop and all that other stuff. You know, he was a, he was a young, young bachelor at the time, but you know in that peep show in a three piece suit and a choke I, on a fucking on a peach. On an apple? Yeah. Was it an apple like, or a peach? What one of them. But you just I'm not bringing no fucking food in here. I know. <laughs> and then that's a whole other wild scenario because you gotta sit in the jerk seat. You don't like you don't like food with your kink a little bit? Yeah, if I'm fucking these people, it's so behind the glass. I think I'm I'm glad I skipped over a lot of areas because like that I feel like that whole peep show shit would have just pissed me off. Like <laughs> just sit here and It ain't nothing but a strip club. Yeah, but I was interacting with strippers, I know. I mean, same. So I I understand that regard. And then I don't want to sit in the fucking like beat off chair. <laughs> like I know this is not like a this is just we niggas come in here and let loose and I don't all that that's weird so, I mean that's that makes me think of today today people are more comfortable with glory holes same concept and they be in the same scenarios and glory. situations as as the peep shows glory hole I remember the first time I saw like a glory hole porn and like in my mind like it's it it seemed like oh this is great cause like you're getting your dick sucked but the concept of a glory hole in real life is the most terrifying idea to me like you just put your dick through a hole and something on the other end of that fucking shit gets it done. You ain't got no fucking idea. Like, you don't know what the fuck over there. <laughs> it's just, I mean, it's just to hang your dick outside of an empty hole and just hope for the fucking best. Yo, that's some, da- no. like, yo, niggas are dangerously you, you horny. You got some context. Because, I mean, I, honestly, and I, I thought it was just porn stuff when I was a kid and I got older. And me being older and kind of learning more about kink stuff. There's a lot of kink and play parties and, and pink parties and all type of stuff like that. They be having called glory hole. Now, see, I think that's stations different. where people they kind they don't know the person behind it, but they know like that's over different. here is where a woman's gonna be, or over here is where or whatever. Like they they kind of have an idea and they're consenting to it. It's just the stranger aspect of it. Like that's that. fine. Now, see, that's something. If you at the kink space, I feel like there's a safety there. I can get behind because y'all gonna do some gross shit. I'm talking about the original idea that you are have been you've been driving this truck from <laughs> Connecticut. <laughs> you done drove this motherfucker from Connecticut all the way down to Oklahoma. You stopped at your local pilot. Yeah, you, gas station. you yeah you stopped at Oklahoma. You pulled over at the rest stop. You done got you a little brew. You know you go in the bathroom to pee and you just look down and, and hold you know. It. And you hear some rustling on the other side, and you just go for it, nigga. That's how. That's a horror film. What the fuck over there? Just. But that's the that's the consequence for your nastiness, I guess. If you're just willing to take that risk, you you willing to, you know, the repercussions. All y'all, all y'all be thinking y'all really like you know gross and nasty, and I don't want to fucking sex dungeon. I'm gonna put a glory hole in my house. Just some surprise mm-hmm. shit. Suck my dick, wife. <laughs> I'll just put them weird in, in weird places in the house. On the front door? It's my fucking house. I do that shit. Stand on the porch and just... What? Put my dick right through the mail slot. Come on, mail lady. 
That's some, that's some now that's but a, that's risky because you don't know if it's your wife in the house or not. Well, not my male, not not my wife. Be male lady, like we gonna do oh. some role, do some role play. You go put your male outfit on, and they don't have glory holes for for women though. If I'm not mistaken, put your whole ass through this. This be a big asshole. Just put just, your whole just sit it through. Yeah, there just, just sit your somebody... sit your whole ass you know, through this I fucking. Feel, yeah. I should look and see. I feel like they. If we do have it, it ain't publicized. It ain't talked about. It's much. gonna be some shit like this, like that little awning area between like the kitchen and the living room. Just sit your ass over through that. Serve you up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a diner. We gonna Popcorn, a, pick it up. Yeah, it's a it's a diner scenario. It just she just throw her whole ass on that little awning thing, and just kind of <laughs> you just eat right there. Yep. I mean, I'm not opposed. Y'all to Y'all not creative, man. That's why y'all relationships failing. <laughs> It's like that's, <laughs> Shibari, man. That's what Shibari comes into play. Just tie her up like a rotisserie and just put her on the spit. That's the thing. That yep. And she just she's sitting there with an apple in her mouth, and you just now see that's where that's where the that's where the money could go well. You sitting up there, you know, doing that shit. Now, if you had like a rolling spit app, I could I can't never give me a million dollars because just <laughs> make her a rolling spit. But if you like, you had to keep her legs up. You gotta have a lot of room for this. There's, because there's, she got to keep her legs up, and then as she's spinning, you in it though, so it just spins her around. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah there's a contraption for that. I, I guarantee it. Yeah, yo. I'm. Or actually, what you could do, I feel like, if you had the 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 like the chair thing and like or like the um little harness, if you under the harness and she just spins in the harness. I know mm-hmm. there's probably not something that could like last long. Got to get you like, you know, you got to, this is where you got to, this is, this is the show. Y'all got to get the dudes that are creative builders, like Pit My Ride, but for sex shit. I know that white lady had that show, like Make a Sex Dungeon, but you got to make really crazy yeah. sex apparatuses. Because it's like, if you had the sex harness thing, but I need a reinforced fan, and then I click that motherfucker, and that pussy just be spinning. But on your balls. I feel like we do need that TV show. That's the thing, right? We got glass blowing on Netflix and creating Lego sculptures and stuff. Why we don't have nobody making? Because, I mean, it should be profitable right now, especially with OnlyFans, because apparently based on, on OnlyFans. He's choking himself? Oh, he is choking himself. Oh, He's choking himself and putting his cap on. This low-key looks like a scenario. Oh, it's not. They fighting. They're about to fight. Actually, I don't know. He's tying this shit up. Mm-hmm. But anime, anime. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what else was popping in the streets. Oh, okay. I feel like because I know you know last week or was it week before week and it was like um hey we got uh, what was it? It wasn't scenarios. I might have to hold off on this because it was like reactions, and I don't think I've paid attention to what they wanted us to react to yet. But it is a good conversation. Oh no, no, this was these are actual. Um, damn, this is a lot. Y'all was actually saying shit. Oh yeah, we appreciate y'all for saying shit. I don't know what y'all saying until he tells me what y'all right. are saying. Anyone peek your fancy? <laughs> Fucking a fan. <laughs> literally, and I literally looked at that as we got off the uh, as we uh, ended the show or whatever. Marcus Houston. I mean, Marcus Houston fits with the conversation we've been having. Oh, today. that is. Yeah, that's nasty. I, I don't have. We, whatever we said about that shit earlier. Was he throw grooming? Mar- throw Marcus Houston in there. Uh, whatever. Do you consider it is. grooming? 
I think their age difference is fucking nuts. If if I can remember it properly, so she's not. Is she twenty one now, or is she not twenty one yet, or something like that? Or they met when she was whatever it is, man, under I, the age, but didn't get married until she was nineteen, and now she's twenty or twenty one. They've been married for like a year or two years, right? Yeah, something like that. And I think they have a kid too. Either way, man, like, like it's, I could under and there's ways that I get it. To a degree. I don't condone it, but I can understand it. You're an older guy, and you may want children and the women at your age. It just ain't going to happen. Because Mark Houston in his 40s. He's in his 40s. He don't have mm-hmm. no kids. So he's going to have to go younger if he wants to have children. Because there's not a lot of women in their 40s that's... At this point, if they don't have no kids in their 40s, they probably didn't say it. Fuck it. How rich, boy. You better surrogate that. I mean, hey, it's doable. I'm not going to say that it's not doable. We've had plenty of examples of, of women that have had with children in older age. I condone it. The brat got a kid. <laughs> a white, she got a little white baby in her got stomach. A little, got a little mulatto child. She got a little <laughs> big lotto. <It's> got a <laughs> That's fucking true. <laughs> Damn. I don't, that's true. Hey, yeah. I don't. I don't know. But I. I that's, those are just examples of people that are older in age that are that can have children. So you know, I get it to a degree. You want to go younger, but younger is different than young. I can't see myself meeting a seventeen, eighteen year old as me. A thirty-seven-year-old and being like, "Yeah, we just got to know each other and we was vibing and that just—that's my person, huh?" Nigga, what? I I can't see myself. I can it's people same age as me, two years younger, and I still be like, "Nah." He said, and he said, like, it's seventeen. Either way, the age gap—the age gap—the age still. gap is nuts because he's in because, his forties okay. and he married her at. 19 still still the same concept because it's like if i'm not i'm not i'm not two years from 40 but it's like even with that gap now it's like what are you that's high school like that's a legitimate high schooler that's crazy to me i can't even i can't i i I can't even wrap my mind around that shit because that's a that's a legitimate at my at at the 33 at the 33 (laughs) That's a legitimate high schooler. Wow. I, I feel bad. That's nuts, boy. I feel, I won't say really bad. I feel a little bad. I feel a little bad watching fucking Instagrams and stuff. A lot of these interviewers that be in, interviewing the chicks at the clubs and the parties and the spring breaks. Oh, my God. They're college kids. And I still, they're like, they're grown. They're adults. They're of age. They are over 21. And I still be like, hmm. That looks good, but no. No, I had a conversation about that, like, uh, actually, was it yesterday, day before yesterday? And it was more of a content conversation, but it was just how these conversations are framed. And more or less, it was like, you know, you have to take those kind of platforms to what they are. Like, you right. know, it is college kids talking to other college kids in a party setting. I'm not looking for them to necessarily be the beacon for representation not for men all. or women. Like, not at all. I want a month like it. It was one where a nigga was like, uh, he asked the girl, you know, she said a bunch of the same things. The nigga need to have a good jig and billion dollars to fuck with her. He was like, do you have a good jig and billion dollars? She was like, 
well, no, but like, I'm a woman. And then um, I think he asked her like this, the capital of Florida, and she was like Miami. And he was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> but I said all that to say is like, and he blamed it on the liquor too. Yeah, but I said all that to say is like those conversations and with those people, I think sometimes motherfuckers got to like be able to separate from as a content you know creative motherfuckers. You got to be able to separate the two because it'll fucking like it'll it'll fucking ruin your fucking brain all day thinking like. Everybody is a hateful, stupid, dumb piece of shit and having to be like, you know, not to be arrogant, but it's like, this is this and that's that. Like, I don't necessarily judge them. When I see those pages or things, I laugh. I laugh a lot. I don't really repost and I don't really use them as like a stance. It'd be some of y'all that be up here trying to have like the conversations. Y'all I'm always talk to or talk about because y'all are not drunk. Y'all are not, you know, 25. Y'all fucking up here. Goddamn 47 saying stupid shit. Sober. And not well thought out. It's it's back to that like Steve conversation. I know there was something I said and that I said I was gonna come back to, but I don't really remember it. Um but yeah, it was like he had him not fleshing out fleshing out those concepts, the con- using, you know, proper verbiage, actually like he does have a partner who like supports him. It's the fifty fifty thing. Um Oh, him, it was it was the thing of him saying, and I don't know if this would be true of him, but I feel like it is probably a, I, I don't have a full, full like, thought process on it, but I do feel like it might be a thing that exists. And, you know, something make y'all uncomfortable. But him stating that his immaturity in his first marriage and how he moved through his second marriage, like, coming to the conclusion that, I never really loved anybody till I got to this person. Now, whether or not you believe that of fucking Steve, when you hear, now I know we critique Steve, even me, like I, I'm critiquing Steve, and I even think about am I critiquing him already because he's a dude? Because you do kind of hear, like, you know, on the on the flip side, when the relationships go awry, it'd be all this emotional exploration. It was like, I didn't feel this, and what I feel with him, I've never felt before. So it's either one, all of y'all are full of shit, and y'all just threw away the dog in the beginning. Or two, it's like those movies, romance movies, you know, y'all all be loving. It's like she's with this guy, and they're together, but he's a really piece of shit. And the love of her life comes back after who fucking knows how long. And they hit it off, and they realize that that's where love exists. So can that exist on the flip side? Like, maybe dog wasn't a piece of shit, but he realized that she's really just a better person. This is the better fit. This is what I've been looking for and longing for, and I've been trying to make it work in this. And it's just ain't that. You're not shitty in general, but you're not, it's not for this. Where we're at, you know, y'all frequencies or whatever, we not on the same thing, and we might never really be on the same thing. So should you really beat your own ass trying to be on the frequency with somebody because they're not hitting like that? But in order, in order to do that, you would have to not be looking to be the provider in a relationship. Yeah. In my opinion, because if I'm looking at you to find out if you're compatible with me, if we work good together, if we're good teammates, if we have things in common or the things that we don't have in common, if they match in the areas where I fall short and vice versa. If I'm looking to see if all these things are hitting, that means I'm not going to come in this thinking I'm going to be the provider and give you everything. That means I'm going to come in seeing what you can provide to me and what I can provide to you. It's going to be a mutual conversation. Yeah. And I would say, like, yeah, like, mutual conversation and, like, yeah, mutual, damn, 
took a dark turn. Um, it's been dark since the first second. I don't know. I always consider this way darker than like just death, but um, <laughs> because yeah, but um, yeah. The 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 conversation of like what you're really really looking for and how you're evaluating like these motherfucker relationships because I just feel like y'all doing a bad job. It's just all these financial, 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 and it's like y'all are not likable people. That's yeah. why that nigga left. Because here's the thing I, I don't like either. Is because it'd be like she was an amazing girl. She was doing well for herself. Well, wait a minute, man. How the fuck that become important now when that nigga leave? And when it got everybody got together, it's always him supposed to be the provider. Like when y'all was when the when the conversation started, he got the money and she's just an amazing woman. And then when dog leave, it's like she's a fucking lawyer. And it's like that don't matter. You're supposed to be you're supposed to be a great person. I don't think people like that because you got to figure out, like, maybe you're not, like, a dope person. You're not an evil person, but, like, you know, I know I've thrown that shit around before. Like, in order for me to get picked, I got to be charming, smart, funny. I got to be a part-time therapist before you're even a fucking therapist because every day you have something to vent about, something to talk about, something to figure out. And, you know, and my nigga, like, ask us, when the last time, like, you know, she gave you some good advice. Like, when, like, when the last time you thought to yourself, like, it'd be so great for her to like give her perspective on this. Not misogynistically. Don't fucking take what I'm saying that way. Literally like her opinion, like, you know, I need you to lead. Okay, man. Well, if I'm doing this all the time, you get, you stepping into liability land or foot soldier land. And I just, you know, a good soldier is only as good as what the fuck they can do for the army. Like go over here and kill this thing. But did that to me, this reframing or rephrasing the question is like, when's the last time she was really supportive? Because mm-hmm. providing a good perspective or providing good insight or whatever the case is, being a good soldier, those are all support. In order to support, that means you have to give something. You have to provide something. You have to be good at something and you have to be willing to either take a step back or know when to take a step forward and be directed to do so, which is submissive as well. So I'll be wanting you to use your words. Y'all just be like saying shit. Or not even, not just use your words. But, like, say the thing and then explore the thing you said. Because I, I swear, if I, I literally be, like, changing the app or finding, like, a, a, a deep dive of dumb shit. When I see a video, when y'all say divinity, masculinity, femininity, energy, uh, I don't know, man, boundaries at this point. All good concepts, all concepts that I'll probably discuss and use in a more positive space as his career continues to grow. But... <laughs> The way that y'all be using words, like, y'all just, like, found and, like, I don't know, man, like, went to, like, the dictionary app and found the first definition that sort of validates what you're saying. It's just fucking not good, and they're not good conversations. They're not well thought out, and they're not really fucking harmful, but y'all keep talking about them so I can have some shit to make fun of you for. What's that shit that, uh, what's that, what's that boy name? Saucy Santana? Shit that he was saying in that clip. Hey, he was kind of going off. Y'all keep saying this shit to talk normal. Gaslit, gas lights, gas off. Everything got to do with all this. Talk regular. He he kind of was hitting on that shit though. That Just a little bit. Like, when he said that shit, I was like, hey, you know what? This motherfucker is 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 moving towards a point because. Right. Motherfuckers just be saying any fucking thing because it sounded good on a fucking TikTok post. Yeah. At least this motherfucker, on, well, some of y'all. Let me, 
everything. Oh, I, I, I took it as like everything is moving towards you guys having this type of language to where you do bastardizing it. Everything has Fuck something yeah. to do with these words. Talk normal and just say what what it is. Now, I also saw the flip side of that of like people are learning how to actually communicate their emotions and speak in different languages that in, in ways that are more healthy and able to actually address the topics. And he's uncomfortable with people being able to actually communicate in healthy ways. So it's a double-edged story to a, to a degree. I was like, I'm uh, glad we got the language. I'm glad that we're bringing it forward, but I'm also not 100% glad because y'all just, y'all ain't figuring out how to use the words before you start using them. Yeah, so for him, maybe, um, you know, y'all should say, you know, want people to talk in a more crazy way or whatever, maybe. But I think, like, I'm I'm definitely more of the, on the on the side of, I don't think people are properly using these. You know, like, okay, I'm big up uh, the Keir Gaines nigga, like, a lot over here. Mm. But when he has the conversation, the, the bro expresses and explores this concept so you have a clear-cut, concise understanding of what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah, It's not just this issue happened, so I threw gaslighting on top of it. This issue happened, so I threw fucking... Um, Projection and avoidance on top of it. Yeah, so I was like, oh, creating boundaries. It's not a, like, you know, that's not a boundary. You are avoiding responsibility. That shit is uncomfortable, and you're running from it. That's not a boundary. Sometimes, like, no, be, be fucking, God damn it, be fucking for real. Like, you're doing weird shit. You're taking all this good quality information and knowledge and 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 stuff and especially in a, in a capacity where like we haven't been able to use this language you know shit some of like it's just in our lifetime as a in mass that we're using this language properly right. and you out here f- fucking it up before it even gets good but i mean he's speaking of here like i saw something he posted or I, I don't know if he posted it this week but i came across it this week um where he was kind of expanding on something that Mel Robbins said. And I, I like, I fuck with Mel Robbins. She's not, she'll tell you, like, I'm a lawyer that turns, you know, life coach or whatever the case is. So she doesn't know all the scientific terms or the psychological terms or things of that nature. She's kind of figuring it out too. But, mm-hmm. you know, she's not, she's not too bad with what she says. But she was saying the whole stereotypical, if, if they wanted to, they would narrative. Mm-hmm. And I like the fact that he expanded on that and was like, nah, that's not true. Like, I, I fuck with what you're saying and I normally like what, how you present things, but this may not necessarily be 100% true. Because if they wanted to and they would, that means you're not taking into account all the shit that goes on in their life. Yep. And he, you know, I wanted to kind of expand on it myself, but I just like the fact that he's taking something. Like, you guys look at Mel Robbins, somebody that is making millions of dollars being a life coach and advisor and all this other stuff to to corporate companies, this, that, and the third, blah, 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 blah. She's making all this money doing this stuff, saying these words to people, and even she's going to use shit wrong sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, we're all going to have moments where we use shit wrong, and that's okay. But sometimes you have to be able to accept those alternate perspectives. So he's coming in providing an alternate perspective that we need to listen to. Because it's easy for us to say... Or for your therapist, my therapist told me that if they wanted to, that they would. And that's not always as easy to accept. That, like, no, nah, it's not 100% true. Sometimes they wouldn't. Not because they don't want to, but because you're not a priority right now. They have other things that take precedence over you. I was going to take it to the lane of that's very egotistical and selfish of you to put 
you above the life of someone else that they are living in real time. But that's just a whole nother situation. Our ego tells us that we are more important than this person living their own life that has nothing to do with us. But I think they are kind of tying because I was because like, you know, even him going like you just saying, you're not a priority right now. The first thing somebody says or feels is like, well, defensive. You, yeah, defensive. You saying fuck me and so on and so forth. It's like, no, man, I got a lot of other important things in my life that just as a rational fucking human being, I need to prioritize this. And if the roles are reversed, I would have you prioritize this, this and this in your life before me. It is that's another thing that comes with, you know, if we're doing relationship wise or even friendship wise, like you're supposed to put this, that, and the third above all. That doesn't make any fucking sense and that's unfucking healthy. And also, that's not love or relationship or none of that shit. That is your fucking ego and you trying to find validation from through this interaction. Like this motherfucker drops the whole world for me. And it's like, okay, man, but are you paying attention? That you are fucking killing this motherfucker on the flip side. You ain't got no room or whatever to really be a good addition to this person's life. Y'all weird. Weird is, you know, a negative or pejorative statement, but, you know, potting. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I think it should be better, man. Um, I actually know what you're talking about. Take a second. Slow down. Look at the different contexts and perspectives, perspectives for everything that you're doing. Don't mess with her if she's still in high school, you know. And throwing axes. I mean, that's different. Everybody in anime is fucking in middle school, which is nuts. But that was, that's about all I got for the day, guys. I want you guys to just, you know, be fucking, what's the, what's some chaos? I know I got some chaos in here. More chaos as opposed to Smokey telling them lies that he was telling and that he's still telling he just can't tell him as well anymore pretty much i mean i know i know i saw something earlier i'm gonna fucking find this shit because i know i just need everybody to see the nonsense oh wait i think i found it and boom goes the dynamite yes because if we're gonna ai it this is what the fuck ai is for don't don't get in here and 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 mess up other artists we're gonna bullshit it Make Mr. Krabs and Squidward make a song. A fucking bot. Thanks for listening. I want you to like, share, and subscribe. He said money. Money, money, He dissing Patrick and fucking SpongeBob. If they play this in the club, what you doing? You want to take my money back for whatever I purchased? You gave me a drink. Man. We go to trap karaoke and somebody get on stage and perform this. They want.
They won. All right, y'all. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>